AutoLine Daily is back from its summer break, and here's what's going on in the global automotive industry. Europe is fighting back to make sure China does not end up dominating the battery market for electric cars. The European Commission is creating a coalition of at least 260 European companies, which will pump more than $113 billion into a supply chain to build lithium-ion battery packs. Bloomberg NEF says Europe could account for 11% of global battery cell manufacturing capacity by 2025, and that would be up from 4% today. That would eat into China's market share and put it on a par with the U.S. European legislators worry that tens of thousands of workers making internal combustion engines and parts will lose their jobs as the industry transitions to EVs. So they're building their own supply chain to protect those jobs. And speaking of internal combustion engines, the German Transport Ministry says it identified four different emissions defeat devices used in Audi's 3-liter V6 diesel engine, which is also used by Volkswagen and Porsche. And wow, four is a lot. The software provides the vehicles with lower emission readings during government-mandated testing. But this goes beyond the cheating that we knew about in the U.S. Audi kept on using these cheating devices all the way up to the beginning of last year. BMW's CEO, Harold Kruger, quit the company last Friday, two weeks before his contract was set to expire. The company was in good shape when he was named to that position four years ago. But in that time frame, Mercedes stole its luxury crown, BMW's profits sank, and most notably, the company's EV strategy has been a flop. We think the board probably told Kruger his contract would not be renewed, so he quit before they would have to make that public. Auto analysts keep predicting that sales of new cars in the U.S. will go down. But consumers are not cooperating with their predictions. Wards report that sales were up nearly 2% last month on a daily selling rate basis as automakers sold 1.5 million new vehicles. So far this year, sales are down by about 162,000 vehicles, or just under 2%. And yet sales of passenger cars are down by 270,000 units, which goes to show just how much this market is switching over to trucks. Merrill Lynch is bullish on Hyundai. It says the stock should go up 27% over the next couple of years thanks to new models, better profit margins on those models, and higher manufacturing capacity utilization. It says Hyundai's captive parts supplier, Mobis, is also going to share in that growth. And yet, Merrill Lynch is not that bullish on Kia, even though it's part of the Hyundai group. It says Kia has a slower product cadence, already has plenty of crossovers, meaning it can't grow in that segment, and it's losing market share in the profitable Korean market. In racing news over the weekend, it was a perfect storm for NASCAR's 20-year-old Justin Haley at Daytona. 
a rain-shortened race, handed the Chevrolet driver his first-ever win in only his third career start. Over in IMSA, you know, it's been seven years since Mazda reached the winner's circle, but it's now got two consecutive 1-2 finishes, and in NHRA drag racing, Steve Torrance took the top spot at the New England Nationals in the top fuel category. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by DuPont, transforming industries and improving lives through material science. As you probably heard while we were off last week, we got news that Lee Iacocca passed away. He had a significant impact on the auto industry, having run both the Ford Motor Company and Chrysler. He was one of the most famous industry executives of the modern era and played a role in introducing some of the most iconic products, including the Ford Mustang and Chrysler's minivans. You know, we all only get so much time living here on the planet, but Lee Iacocca sure made the most of the time that he got. And we here at AutoLine salute his contribution to the automotive industry. And not only is AutoLine daily back, AutoLine After Hours will resume its normal schedule this Thursday. So don't forget to join me and Gary for some of the best insights on what's going on behind the scenes in the automotive industry. But that wraps up today's show. And while it was nice to have some time off, it sure is good to be back. <laughs>